What up, army of cunts? Before we start the show, we want to remind you that we have a catalog of over 200 episodes. You can access these and so much more content at patreon.com slash hot mess. That's right. At the $5 level, you get a best of compilation of our 25 most fire episodes behind that paywall. And at the $10 level, you get the entire back catalog plus two bonus shows. That's patreon.com slash hot mess. Sunday morning rain is falling Steal some covers, share some skin Shrouding us in moments unforgettable You twist to fit the mold that I am in Oh, that's sexy But things just get so crazy Living life gets hard to do And I'd gladly hit the road Get up and go if I knew That someday it would lead me back to you That someday it would lead me back to you that may be all I need. In darkness, she is all I see. Come and rest your bones with me. Driving slow on Sunday morning, and I never want to leave. Ow! Hello, army of Welcome to the Hot Mess Comedy Comedy Hour. Hour. My name is Emily. My name is Andrea. And that was uh, in the very sexy style of Maroon 5. Sunday morning. Back when Adam Levine wasn't a total douchebag. What a throwback. There's something about him. I know that he is technically sexy. Yeah. But I don't know. Every time I look at him, I'm just like, who is this android that I'm expected to jerk off to? He's too perfect. He is too perfect. And uh, kind of an, seems like kind of an asshole. Unfortunately. Uh, yeah, I would I would second that. Yeah. Well, our guest today joining us, not an asshole at all. <laughs> Definitely at, not. At least to my I knowledge. I have an asshole. You so do have. I have, little, <laughs> I have a little bit of a connection. Well, that's good. I was wondering. <laughs> I was wondering. Uh, yeah, yeah. So not a robot either. No, not, not a, a robot. robot. Not a robot. Welcome to the show, Dakun Lay. Thank you for being hey, here. Hey, thank you for having me. Of I'm course. happy to be here. Bringing your asshole into the studio. Yeah, yeah. Bringing all, bringing all my asshole all the way from Bed-Stuy. Thank you. Fuck, that's long. That's deep. Long, yeah. That's deep, Brooklyn. I'm Crown Heights, so. Okay, that's yeah, even right deeper. There. Yeah, it's right there. <laughs> Look at you guys. And I just woke up in Queens and walked into the Yeah, you live studio. a fanciful life. I do. You really do. You're yeah. a little studio elf. You wake up. You walk five steps, you're in your workplace. You walk five steps, you're in your shower. I love it. Ten steps, you're in your kitchen, making your eggs. Hey, man, life's life's good when you make it good, you know? Yeah. That's my motto. That's also why you're so pale, though. (laughs) Yeah, I don't leave this room. There's no sunlight that comes in through these windows. Nope, nope. I Uh, feel like people that live in Queens or Astoria, they're... um, they're going to be here for a while. Oh, yeah. Like they're settled in. Yes. People oh, yeah. in Bed-Stuy, people living in Crown Heights, Brooklyn, Williamsburg, like, I feel like they could leave for L.A. at any moment. Sure. Well, yes, and you also know? we could be kicked out at any time. Right, right. People in Queens, you're like, these people are here. Oh, yeah. Home. They're building their right. life. Yeah. Yeah. It is very, like, homebody-like. It feels like the suburbs a little mm-hmm. bit. Like, yeah. 
it's close to everything. So you can't, you're obviously like going places. It's not boring, but it's certainly older Mm -hmm. and quieter and like, I don't know. It just it just fits my vibe a lot. When I moved here, I was like, I'm not ready to move to Queens. And then I moved to Queens and I was like, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I lived here uh, like five or six years ago. Yeah. And I remember telling Andrea like, no, I think you'd actually really like it here. But she never believed me because mm-hmm. she was still in her like, you know, 20, I'm Brooklyn, 24 bitch. year old, right, like right. I'm a trendy Brooklyn artist. I live right. in Williamsburg and I'm white. In a literal cellar, <laughs> in a literal cellar right. next to a window that people used to pee into because yeah. it was next to a club. Oh God, yeah. Shout out to fucking South 4th Street. The I, woods, baby. Oh, you used to live on South 4th Street? Yeah. Wow. This right is, next to the woods. Did you go to that bar? It's like South fourth bar oh yeah. yeah oh it yeah it just closed down recently really yeah, yeah, yeah. oh damn it was like an iconic bar I know there used to be so many good I lived in Williamsburg for six years mm-hmm. and when I was there in the beginning it was always like kind of it was kind of expensive when I moved there I right. it was never like like back in the 90s it was like mad cheap and terrifying right. like people didn't go there yeah. I was definitely in the like. No, it wasn't terrifying though. I think the reason why people started moving there was because it was mostly Hasidic people. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and so people who um, were college students or like recently graduated from college realized that they could move there and live with very very low rent and still be very close to the city and have and be safe because. The Hasidics are not going to hurt you. I mean, yeah. they might look at you weird. But <laughs> sure. They're not going to touch you. Yeah, right, right. But... They're definitely not going to touch you. <laughs> They'll... They're not going to touch you. Yeah, yeah. I, I came in at the beginning of the final gentrification wave right. as the OG gentrifier. When did you get here? Uh, 10 years ago. 2009? Nine, yeah, yeah, yeah. I came two thousand and eleven. Yeah, so I was right. I was. I came. I came right before they built the uh, the stadium, the uh, Brooklyn Nets stadium. Oh yeah. So I remember running around there, and it was like nothing there, and yeah. Bam wasn't even there. Like Bam was there, but like not the new part. Of yeah. Uh-huh. And it's crazy how fast. Oh, it, so fast. It is crazy now. Madonna's performing there for yeah. like sold out crowds. Yeah. There's an Equinox in Williamsburg. Equinox. It's the Whole Foods. There's an Apple Store there. Yeah, there's everything. I was there. Is like it seems. Like it's uh, it's an extension of the East Village. Yeah, I, like, I think that every time I'm there, I'm like, I could be in the East Village right now. Or it's right. Soho. It's kind of Soho. Mm, like, yeah. yeah. In the people that are there too, I notice like I'm in Queens and I'm walking around and there's like kids and like old Greek dudes and fucking like pissed off old school <laughs> New Yorkers. And then I go to uh, Williamsburg and I'm like, oh, it's all like hot, rich people. It's a fantasy land. Yeah. I just, I can't. Uh, on a certain level, I just can't take people seriously who move there because also now that uh, the L isn't running regularly, it's like you're on another planet. Yeah. You can't even leave. I, I feel, yeah, I do feel like it's a fantasy land. I feel like I don't relate to it anymore. Like, I, listen, I like some bougie shit. I will yeah. not lie. I do like some bougie shit. This is like, this is like, I don't know. I hear conversations in Whole Foods that are so vapid that I'm like, even I can't get on board with this stupid garbage. You right, know what I right, mean? Right, right. I, I've been, I have been out gentrified. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which yeah. is crazy. Yeah. You know, there's, level, there's levels to this shit. Yeah. There's levels. There's it levels. leveled above me, which is nuts. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's real. It's real. <laughs> I can't believe it. 
uh, but it has been done. Um, well, speaking of New York City. Yeah, baby. I feel like New York City can be, uh, it's a wonderful place, but it can be a lonely place. Yeah. We were talking about this a little bit before we turned the mics on. Yeah. And it's like, you you have an idea of New York. I mean, I'm from here, so I like have always kind of known sure. what it's like. I have like a realistic idea, but you guys are both transplants. Mm-hmm. You said you've been here for what, 10 years? Or? I've been here since 2011, so oh, okay, so almost like eight nine, years. Eight, nine years. Yeah, I mean, do you feel like a New Yorker? Uh, yes, I feel about my New Yorker in that like my personality is now like I can take on a lot of things and juggle. And yeah. also, um, uh, I guess... I don't know what the definition of New York. Do I, I feel like the new uh, the definition for New Yorker should be basically capacity for pain. Yes. Like, if you're able to like withstand, <laughs> withstand just like a bunch. Like when I go visit my family, my sister in DC, and like see friends from Atlanta and everything, and they come visit me, they're just amazed at how much. You could take on and like have like a smile to try yeah. to end people like you don't even know how, what someone is going through. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. There's this kind of like attitude of like whatever's going to fucking happen because yeah. what am I going to do? Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, <laughs> even at like a base level, you go outside <laughs> right. and you don't know if like there's going to be sleet in your eyes right. or whatever. And you got to You still have to do what yeah. you have to do. So, yeah. yeah, you literally don't. You just can't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. You just can't because it's just too much. That it's like if you give one fuck, you're dead. Yeah, it's like, I can't. I, if you still have fucks in your pocket, like you're not a New Yorker. You know what I mean? Like New Yorker is like the fuck. Like to be a New Yorker, the fucks have to be. And there's people, and like you have to the, scatter your fucks an, on the ocean. Right. Maybe. There's another level of a New Yorker too, where it's like it's not even about fucks even more. It's like they just like they. Some people like they want you to. To bring your fucks to them, you uh-huh. know what I'm saying? They're like, I want you to come and fuck with me. Mm-hmm, <laughs> yes, and that's like, I'm level. almost there. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, I wish someone would, you know? <laughs> oh, I'm there. I've been there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel predisposed for this because I come from like I have some a lot of angry people in my yeah, family. Right, right, right. So when I moved to New York, I was like, oh yeah, I get this because like if you want to get in someone's face, you can get in someone's face. Oh, a hundred percent. And and I'm not confrontational amongst like friends but the idea of a stranger fight is like so exciting for me right 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 i think who was i talking to i was talking to someone about it and and i was like i was having a day oh yes so in williamsburg i got i got um i got mugged in williamsburg wow Um, how long ago was this like around six years ago it was it, was it wasn't nice. by a Jewish person. No, no. <laughs> it was by a teenager. Okay, yeah, yeah. And um, I was having a fucking day. I was yeah. so tired. I was walking from the J train. This teenager looked at me like weirdly from half a block away. And then he started running. And I was like, why is this kid running at me? What are you going to do? Tackle me? Like it was very strange. Yeah. My brain wasn't processing what was happening. And it was because he was running because he wanted to grab my phone and keep running. Um, but wow, yeah. And so he went to grab my phone. <laughs> so it was literally a like a hit and run. Yeah, it was like a, one of those a drive like, by, drive, like drive a pedestrian by. drive by. Yeah. But he motherfucker did not realize you're not taking my phone. You didn't realize he's he's fucking with the Canadian. Yeah, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm tired. She's not from fucking Laguna Beach. No. She's, she's from... It's cold. The mean streets. Uh, you're from Toronto, right? Vancouver. Vancouver. Oh, shit. You're from Vancouver. Yeah, that's yeah. Where, that's where they shot the X-Files. Yes, think, right? yes. They call yeah. it... And um, 
Hollywood um, of the North. And uh, R- Riverdale. Oh, Vancouver, Vancouver Island. Right. There's a lot of shit they, they film up there. Yeah. There's something else they film up there that is big. I don't remember what it was. A lot of there. It's a big. It's a big movie place. Yeah. It's it's very cool. But uh, but I was just like, no, it's it's not happening. It's not so happening. So what? So do you? He so tried, what's your move? He tried. He tried to grab the phone. When I realized he was trying to grab the phone, I was just like, no. And I'm holding the phone. He's holding the phone. Now we're both like tug of warring. So funny over my phone. I'm like, <laughs> so he's not running anymore. He's standing no, in place, and you guys are like, pushing and pulling the. We're phone. like dancing in the street. We're like swinging around. <laughs> That's one so another. funny. That is so funny. I was like, it's what? not. Fucking happening. Is it dark outside? Yes. Yeah. And so how tall? What t- what time is it? Probably like eight thirty nine ish. Are you saying anything? Is, are people around? No. That's the thing. Is he was like, oh, I see this woman. No one's around. It's dark. I'm gonna start running. And then, wow. And what then, is the mindset of like someone that thinks they, they that that is? Uh, I mean, it's yeah. It's basically they was like, okay, this is she. Was he a black she, person? Yes. And it was a. So black, sorry. I know it's okay. It's a black. <laughs> it's a black teenager. Yeah. And it's eight a eight p.m. in Williamsburg, Williamsburg. and he, she sees this white woman walking, and he's like, "Okay, holding her, her phone." Yeah, he's like, "Look at this sucker!" <laughs> right, right. Yeah, he's like, yeah. "She's probably not even gonna run." Yeah, she's probably not even gonna give a struggle. No, yeah, she's probably but just no. gonna start screaming. <laughs> now, Andrea, she's going. She's going to struggle. <laughs> I can't buy a new phone. Right, right, right. Exactly. No, I don't know if you right. know who you're dealing with. But no, yeah, you're natural, like primal instincts kicked in and you right. were like I lose this phone I you're going to lose your life yeah, yeah I didn't I didn't want to the thing is he's a teenager yeah. so I'm like I'm not going to fucking beat you down yeah, yeah, right, you're right, a kid right. you're taking the phone because you're in a yeah. situation and you're a tall person too yes yeah, you're tall you're yeah. not like a little person <laughs> somebody needs to teach him a lesson though <laughs> yeah. I, I'm kind of like in the camp of like this is not the first time he's done this I don't know it sounds like an expert maneuver well to run is strange to run is strange and, yeah. and, and it throws people off yeah but I was like oh I Dare you. The minute that he tried to grab the phone, I was like, oh, make my fucking day. day. Yeah, right, oh, right, right, right. Let's right. fight over yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah, right, right. crazy. Yeah, you put all your, all your, all your um, pain in New York has caused you. Oh, that. yeah. And then what happened? So did he give up or did he, you did he take it? Or he, We were fighting so hard for it that it fell on the ground. Uh-huh. Like it was just us pulling and yeah. then eventually it fell on the ground. And then he just looked at me and started running because he was like, I'm sure in his mind he was like, "Okay, she's." I didn't expect her to fight with me. Yeah. Now we've been fighting so hard. Yeah. yeah. If I go for the phone, is she gonna like jump yeah. on me? Like, yeah. I, yeah. I became um, more of a liability. Yeah. And and so he ran off, and I was just like, "Yeah, I dare you." That yeah. is so dare funny. You. Like, I, I like I would have like I would have loved to have been a person across the street watching <laughs> <I know>. that. <laughs> This woman probably in a fur coat. I, I, it it would have been. It would have been like. It would have been. I would have loved to have been a person across the street commentating on that. Like, yeah. it was, like it was some kind of like National Geographic throwing in yeah. bets. Like in the jungle, where he's like, okay, look at the um the female. Like, yeah, like it was and now it, the female it, is yeah, pulling. It was the almost phone. like a. It was almost like a like someone coming and you got away with it, like in the jungle. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. All you like, escaped. Who, just who's barely. that English guy uh, that does the accents? Oh, for the like, National Geographic yeah. guy, fuck, what's his name? I don't know. Funny. He does the world things like here in in the, yeah, the Sahara Desert. Yeah, I can yeah. picture his voice. I have no idea who this person is. I mean, I've also had a uh, a teenager grab my crotch, and he was like super super drunk, 
and he just kind of like was wobbling and then he looked at me and then he he grabbed my crotch hardcore and again i was like oh wrong woman and then so i start screaming at him and then he's like whatever bitch and i'm like oh oh i'm a bitch now and in my mind i'm like yes so i chased him for like two three blocks and it's never like I'm not gonna. I'm not calling the fucking cops. Yeah. I'm not like. What are we gonna? You're not do? gonna beat his ass. Yeah. What am I? What are we gonna go down yeah. to the station and right. and and fingerprint my crotch? Like, no. It's not, I got shit to do. <laughs> right. But but I, I would w- love it if they fingerprinted your crotch. <laughs> they dusted my crotch. <laughs> but I do. But I am like, you're not fucking with me, and I'm pissed off. And now you're gonna be exposed to like the full wrath of ten years of New York City. I right. was I was on the train once and. Um, it was packed, you know, when you're like packed in there and yeah. everybody's spooning everybody, but nobody wants to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was wearing a long dress, mm-hmm. like a floor length dress. And then all of a sudden somebody stuck his finger in my pussy lips <laughs> and just like bang, just like hit the clit, like hit the clit, like wow. a button. Wait, like how a did he, button. How I did don't he, know. Get into the dress. I, it was through the dress. <laughs> he didn't get oh. under the dress. See, I'm picturing. That like, is crazy. So, the- so he did it pur- on purpose. Oh, definitely yeah. on purpose and definitely with more precision than like half the men I had slept with up until sure. that point. <laughs> like that if it was that so easy hard. for you That's to find God, it. God has a sense of humor. Like, <laughs> right? The person that actually does a great job is the person that's like literally shooting. First of all, shooting should be shooting, but shooting from like a far distance or from like a very... Yeah, yeah. yeah like the one time yeah, that yeah. I don't <laughs> want somebody to find my clit. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I freak out and I was just like, who was that? And I'm I'm looking around and everybody looks inconspicuous. Yeah. Right. And then I see this hooded man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's this short man, like five foot four, maybe. Yeah. And he's wearing a big hood, and it's not seasonally appropriate for right. him to be wearing this thick of a coat. It's yeah. almost like he does it just to of go on the train and yeah. assault women. Yeah. And I was like, you. And I go for like to grab go for him. his clit i go for his asshole <laughs> no i like went i like kind of like tried to make my way through i guess there were like two people in front of us it's impressive to- that you had i freeze when people not the young teen but sometimes when people touch me on the train i just freeze it's impressive I, that you i would think that i would but yeah. this was the only time that something like that has happened to me yeah. and it was I wanted to destroy this man. Yeah. But it was, ju- he did it just as the doors were opening. We had yeah. pulled into the station and the doors opened. He ran out and I didn't have time to like get out. Yeah. Onto the platform. I don't know if I would have anyway. But it's like, it's crazy that these stories you guys are saying, mm-hmm. it's like a whole nother world. Oh, I know. Yeah. I have a lot of conversations with like women, mm-hmm. like, and um, it's just crazy how much. People are assaulting us all the yes, time. It is. It's like when you talk to like a black dude, and you're like, "Damn, like that's really going on." Uh-huh. Like, like, I, like listen, like listening to it, you you like, "Wow, like that is crazy." Like that would never happen to me. Sure, you know what I mean. Like well, in the entire, like me being like a me being like a tall black man. Mm-hmm. Like people don't fuck with people you. People don't like. I when I went, to, I came in. I went to. I went to NYU. Right. Mm-hmm. So like. I remember the first the first uh week, like all my friends were like 
telling me crazy shit that happened. I had this one white white dude. He came from California. Mm-hmm. Rob, he was co- dope dude, but like he told me two stories of him in the first week getting mugged. Right? Yeah. Like, he said <laughs> the first. Day, I mean, he said he went to Harlem and he said, "Oh, your mistake, gets off, Rob." <laughs> <laughs> he gets off the train. And he says this person bumps into him and then like he says like he had like a brown paper bag and yeah. it was like a bottle in it of some kind of mm-hmm. of, of a liquor mm-hmm. and he drops it and he's like, Hey, you fucking made me drop my bottle. Yeah. He was like, That bottle was hundred and sixty dollars. That was a hundred and this good white guy is just like uh, you know, he's poor white he's guy. It's like yeah. he doesn't know what he's this is his first week in New York. He was like, I'm sorry, he's like, No, that was hundred and sixty dollars. So that dude takes out hundred and sixty dollars. No. I swear to God, he and gives him sixty cash. No, he goes no, and takes it out. It takes oh, it out. Yeah, and gives him the money. So wow. then, so then he was like, then he was like, and then he said the next day someone else tried to do that to him, and but he just like ran, <laughs> and I was like, that's sh- like when I in New York, I've never ever on jinx. I don't want to jinx it, but I've never been robbed. Never been like yeah, me neither. Assaulted, no. never been like. Well, that's the most creative mugging story I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone feel- tried to take me to the ATM once. Yeah, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I almost did it, and then I ran. But on the way, I was like, "Should I be doing this? Right, did right. you like not Feels know like if they had a be- weapon or not? No, they were gonna. I was gonna buy some sort of like underground product from them. And oh. oh, I have stories about that too. Friends, yeah. friends trying to buy underground products. Yeah, oh my god. Yeah, because you're like, oh, right. this seems like a good deal. What, and then what was the product? It was some sort of like ha- makeup or hair thing. Okay, uh-huh. That's not, so that's not the underground product I was. It talking wasn't. About. It wasn't drugs. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't right? drugs. That was not what um, I was talking about. I yeah. I knew it wasn't drugs. Yeah, which is why. I yeah, because I would say drugs. Yeah, no, it wasn't drugs. Yeah. Um. I, it was like a hair dryer. It was something stupid <laughs> like that. And I remember walking. You're like, I know for a fact this hair dryer retails for one fifty. That's the thing. And I, while I was walking to the ATM, I'm like, I think I'm being scammed. So I just ran off. But you you have this like face on you that's like confused and sort of like looking at everything very curiously. And scammers can smell it. They're right. like, look at this fucking idiot. Right. Yeah. A part of me, a part of me always thinks New York in that like People to come to New York first, we're the craziest people. Yeah, always. Yeah, because this, in a sense, like this kind of like chaos is mm-hmm. what we want. Of you course. know, it's like there's no reason why we should be living in these boxes. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> like we are well educated. Like, yeah. it's, intelligent. it's inhumane. It's it, inhumane. Yeah, it's like we put ourselves through the most like unnecessary torture. Yeah. and pain. And it's like, why? It's like, I could just be living in the suburbs, like... With so with, much space. So much space, family. Yeah. But it, that does not appeal to me because it's boring. Yeah. And as we were talking about it earlier, it's like the moments the, the, the moments of joy, the, the little moments of like, just oh, like... Incredible. Euphoric, like, discovery or some type of achievement that you like... Will make you, you like, subject yourself to, to so, much, so pain. much pain. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I wonder if it's the love for the pain or is it the love for the moment of joy? I think it's half and half. It's I half think and half. we've talked about this before, but like yeah. there's something really satisfying about yeah. suffering yeah. for something good. It's... It's kind of Buddhist, to be honest. It is. <laughs> that is the most New York way to look at it. Fucking it's so Buddhist. I could just live in, I should just be living in the temple and fasting and doing it yes. the right way. Yeah. <laughs> but instead, I, I'm, instead I, I'm fasting, not yeah, by choice. Yeah, instead I'm going to live in this extremely 
uh, unhealthy lifestyle That's and right. then like tell myself that this that is I'm a Buddhist. I'm spiritual. a fucking monk over here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I, definitely I, not. Definitely, we definitely could be doing it the healthy way. Let's be oh, real. Oh yeah. We definitely like today. Like today, like I legitimize my, I legitimize my masochistic, um, uh, you know, nature and my pain, my need for pain by you know. Telling myself that I have, you know, that it's for a good thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I told yeah. myself, oh, I'm doing this for like, I don't know, whatever I'll make up in my to mind that day. To art, my yeah. friend. <laughs> and to be Buddhist as yeah. fuck. Right, right. The people that I admire the most, weirdly enough, is like just people that are... Like, I admire, like, the bodega guys, weirdly. They're the best. Like, the bodega guys, they're like... Like, the guy who makes the sandwiches, it's like... Mm-hmm. This is or like the guy who's at the truck making like the burritos, the truck, and he's like, "This is what this guy's gonna do." Mm-hmm. It's simple. This is the end goal. Yeah. This is yeah. his. This is everything he does. This is it. Like he's yeah. not trying to like be a star. He's not trying to be a star. He's not trying to like do something. It's like those. He's just like every day. He's just like okay, this is my thing, and I'm doing it. And uh-huh. I'm like, how can I could I could never do that? I know. It's t- it's. It's beautiful, though. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yes. He, like the falafel truck guy on uh, a few blocks away that I go see the sometimes. Best. He he just wants to be the giver of right, falafel. Right, like that is what gives him That's joy. It. Because right, and it spreads joy and positivity you, you know, to you, everybody. You know why it's joy? Because there's an end. Yeah. Because there's an end. Like our our like need for this continuous like because we're scared of the end like yes. we're scared it's a distraction of the finality of things and we get we get so um uh it i think it's also like 10 stems from a fear of death mm-hmm. but like <laughs> we see anything that has like oh this is it like and that's why like i'm unable to have a relationship yeah. <laughs> yeah. we because, got right into it because like you see like the finality of it and you're like oh my god this is it and then you're like this so i have to actually like this is just what i'm going to be doing sure <laughs> and then yeah. you're like you start finding everything the wrong the wrong and everything yeah and then, like you you start to find reasons and then you and next thing you know you're back back on the back on the apps baby yeah, you're back on the apps and you're back on the masochistic train or you're back on the like pain train yeah well i think it's, yeah i think it's like it's kind of sad but the clit, the clit train is yeah, what I call it. Yeah, the clit train. Yeah. Do, you, do you know what scares me? What? 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 Traveling during the holidays. Boom. It's fucking horrible. Yes, traveling does. Traveling is. Uh, what What do you mean? Like traveling to see family? Tra- yeah. Yes. Like yeah. the holidays is such a crazy time. Right. The airports are packed. The bus stations are a nightmare. Right. right. Mm-hmm. And you just you want to get from point A to point B. You want to get home and have your holiday nog. That's yeah. right. But. Have your one I've never had eggnog down. before. It's not that good. I think that's what I'm going to do for you guys. <laughs> have some I'm eggnog. I'm going to have eggnog. Please. Respect our culture. And I'm going to remember you guys. I'll, I'll text you guys. Be like, yo, I'm having I'll my text first class. Text us a picture of is there the any, Is there any like, specific eggnog that I'm supposed to try out? I, I, I'm going to be honest. I don't love eggnog. I'm more of like a hot <laughs> apple cider. I have, or like I, a, me too. I do have hot apple cider. Yeah, eggnog. eggnog is very, very white. It, it like, is. I, I'm, I'm I Jewish. So like, yeah. it's just not... 
we don't do the nog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it, I don't know. There's something. Do you do eggnog to your of family? Of course I do. I'm from Canada. <laughs> it's an interesting name, eggnog. It has a weird flavor. Right. I don't know if it, does it have eggs in it? I don't know. But if you're going to buy one, buy it from a glass bottle. The ones from the glass <laughs> bottles mm. are the higher quality ones. Interesting. There's less okay. sugar, more nog. Life tip. Yeah, that's, that's why right. I came on the show <laughs> to know about get, eggnog. Get white yeah. women tips. <laughs> We're so here. We're here to give. But it yeah, to you. when you're trying to get your nog, you yeah. you're trying to get home. You're trying to get your nog. Uh, one of the worst things that you could uh, suffer from is a faulty suitcase. Yes, which is why I want to tell you guys about away suitcases. Fuck okay. yeah, it's the most amazing suitcase that I've ever owned, and it's at such an amazing price point because they sell direct to consumer. Yeah, um, they're so sleek looking. They're thoughtfully designed to last a lifetime with durable exteriors that can withstand even the roughest of baggage handlers. You can get mugged with the bag and the bag's going to be fine. Guess what, bitch? Uh You can't get mugged with the bag because it has a TSA-approved combination lock that keeps your belongings safe. That's right. That's so important. And that does not come on every suitcase. Uh, It also has four 360-degree spinner wheels that guarantee the smoothest roll even through the most hectic of airports and stations. Yeah, you're going to be body slammed people on the airport. So you're yeah, get those you're, spinner wheels. You're gonna going. go through that airport so fast. They tell you to get there an hour before. I I mean, don't listen to me, but you could probably do forty five minutes. Twenty. <laughs> Twenty. Right on that minutes. suitcase. I <clears throat> I really think there's nothing worse on a suitcase that when when it's a two wheeler. Yeah. Or even the four wheeler that gets caught. And then it does that whole flip thing. Yeah, it's, it's a just, nightmare. it's really fucking like when they're top heavy and they topple over, it's really fucking annoying. And these do not have that. They roll so smoothly. I love my away suitcase. Yeah. It has this like hard shell, but it's also very flexible because it's made of um, like this durable um, plasticky material. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. It also comes in pink. So if oh, you're, wow. yeah, yeah, baby. And that's the one that I got. Yeah. Uh, and I, I bought one for my uh, sister-in-law. Because yeah. she fucking loves pink. She's basic as hell. She loves pink. What other suitcases come in like that beautiful... What are you trying to say about Emily? She's basic? Uh, I just, yeah. I just Look love pink. I just love pink. Emily's like, unapologetically basic, and listen, I respect it. We all like the same things, and there's the reason is because those things are amazing. Right, fucking good. Right, 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 and right. I'm not ashamed to say it. Yeah. No. Okay. I like no. that. I like that. Pumpkin spice, baby. And away suitcases. I, I'm going home to Canada, too, and the, when you travel to another country, you you got to be there two hours early. You have to fuck. There's all this shit. You got. I got to get my fucking paperwork. Mm-hmm. I got my green card stamp. I have like an entire file cabinet all with me. Yeah. Do you know what would help you with that? An away suitcase. An away suitcase because it has an interior organization system built in. Shit. It also has yeah. a removable laundry bag, which is so exciting. Okay, because so you got to start right there because that is literally you sold me on that. Part yes, right there. it's so the great. The removable laundry bag is huge because when I I'm a runner. Yo, so yeah. like your so sweaty I, clothes. Yeah, so I, I'll go. I'll be in LA, right? And mm. then like I'll be running, and then like maybe maybe you don't have time to like to do to have a wash. Of course so not. Have, like to wash your clothes. So it's like you don't want to push your clothes, dirty clothes, you know. Yeah, in with your clean yes, clothes. Yes, or so like, that is huge. That was, that was a huge huge thing. selling yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah huge I know. Point. You you can't just like throw that shit right. in a CVS bag. The right. sweat's gonna leak yeah. through, and Jesus all your Christ. other <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> keep that stanky shit in its place. 
Um, you can get $20 off any suitcase or bag at awaytravel.com slash hot mess and use promo code hot mess during checkout. Again, for $20 off any suitcase or bag. That's fucking huge because it's like a it's like a $200 suitcase. $20 yeah, off. It's, it's very 10% well priced baby. for how nice it is. Visit awaytravel.com slash hot mess and use promo code hot mess during checkout. Do it. Support our sponsors because they keep our show going. If you want to buy a suitcase, use that promo code. You know, just be a fucking mensch. Okay. <laughs> be um, an ally. Be an ally. Um, <laughs> so this is the hot mess comedy hour. And, and we do like to ask the guest why they are a hot mess. So I yeah. will direct that question to you, Dakunle. Yes, I, I am a hot mess for a variety of reasons. Um, uh, you know, asking someone is a hot uh, how they are hot mess is a little bit like asking like, <laughs> Like what? It's like what is the most like what is like the what's your mo- damage? Yeah, yeah. Like, what's the most important ingredient in like a ca- you know a casserole? It's just like <laughs> you know what I mean. It's like where do you start? Do you want to start from childhood? Yeah, I know. <laughs> or do you want to start from like you know? Um, you can interpret it however <laughs> however you like. It's so deep. Yeah, it is so deep. And you know what's so funny? It's probably not even deep. Oh yeah, <laughs> I could probably oh. just like use like my finance degree and like. <laughs> have like a good job but like anyways i um no i think my mess if i had to really distill it this mm-hmm. let's distill, distill it to its finest this, to the finest it is probably fear of uh a uh, fear of death is probably the, the which you would the best way to distill it but on a little bit of top on top of that it would, it would be just kind of like a, a sphere of um of being left out, fear of like, uh, like I wasn't close to my dad. Mm-hmm. So like, just like this need, need to be like scared that like abandonment, abandonment, abandonment. And, um, yeah, you know, it's interesting because I started like dating this therapist. You dated a therapist. Now I'm dating a therapist. Oh, wow. Was yeah. That, which is was crazy. That like to save money on therapy. <laughs> you know what? That is a good joke. Yeah, but um, <laughs> but no, it was I never did therapy before. Yeah, right, and I understood why people did therapy, do therapy after mm-hmm. dating this therapist because sure. like it was like you really she really was able to because I'm like one of those guys you know comedians they always think that they could solve their own problems and they of think course. that they know everything they're smarter than the therapist yeah, yeah. but it allowed me to really you know you know allow myself to forgive myself and just to look back and like, okay, maybe, you know, I should allow people to, uh, you know, give me advice on these things. Yeah. Um, Asking for help is really hard. Right. It is very, it is very hard. It's yeah. Especially if you feel stubborn. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 yeah, It is. It is hard. I, um, I, yeah, I, so I have, I have problems with, uh, just trusting trust. So what, what, um, what's the deal with you and your dad? Is he like a distant guy? Yeah, he's like, yeah, I have, I have, I talk a lot about it. Like, he's kind of like a dad that was like there, but he wasn't there. Yes. It's a different, you know, it's like a, it's like a weird, uh, yeah. I, I tell people that like people get, people are, people get, um, angry that their dad wasn't there it was like you know what's worse when your dad is there but doesn't want yeah. to be there <laughs> yeah you know because people be like people be like oh my dad wasn't there like fuck it I'm right. it was like but it's better than you if your dad is there but don't want to be there and then it's yeah. like uh then it just becomes all that but it's actually you have to see it and deal with it why do you think he was like that 
I think it was a variety of reasons. I think that uh, some of them, did he, they weren't really in his control, honestly. It wasn't his fault. It mm. was just kind of like just like society shit. You yeah. Know? <laughs> sure. And then, uh, and, uh, and some of it was just kind of like, because you know, you, when you get older, you realize, you know, um, all the things that your parents deal, dealt with. Yeah. And you start to kind of forgive them more because you realize that shit is hard. You know, life is just hard in general. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, I'm learning that now. And, uh, yeah, so I don't know, but it's just what it is. So it's just I have to deal with these problems. Do you think when he was growing up mm-hmm. um, because of cultural yeah. differences yeah, yeah. or just his parents' parenting style, do you think that he thought that a father shouldn't be affectionate or shouldn't doesn't yeah. need to be as present yeah right that's a good question i think it's i think it's a lot of it is, has to do with like just like culture culture yeah. like yeah with uh, nigerian households like the male is not necessarily looked at as someone that's supposed to provide emotional support it's kind of like more of like a uh more of like authoritative figure yeah okay so, yeah so it's like so that was kind of like but we live in america now so <laughs> right. so like now it's like you, you would need to change that you know a little bit more emotional support and a little bit more and then you know but that didn't necessarily happen um so now uh my girlfriends have to deal with it <laughs> oh yeah passed from the care of one woman to another right 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 i was i was i was actually having i was thinking about this uh yesterday and i was thinking about like i was looking at my cat because i have a cat right and i was wondering like is my cat my, my girlfriend, my girlfriend, <laughs> or, or my mom. Mm. Oh, it's one or the other. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like one or the other. But then, or they blend into one. But then, you know what I realized? Or maybe that, your mom's a cat. Right. But then, <laughs> actually, after some thinking back on it, I realized that she's really my daughter. Oh. Yeah, she's really my daughter. You birthed her from your asshole. No, because it was. I, I'm trying to think about what hole I'm trying to fill yeah, with that. Sure. To you take know care what I mean? of her. Do you guys have pets? I don't. I love no, animals. I wow. So you guys are fully functioning, like real stable. No, that's not true. Here, here's my thing about the pets. Yeah. I, I and love cats. cats. Let me give you a tip. If you ever see a man with a cat, run. Oh, <laughs> oh I know can, I, can I tell you I'll something? Be, be really yeah. No, run, I, but there will be. He would. Ha- he's good at sex, though. But yeah. still, but like, <laughs> but run, 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 run. Because you, you have a cat. No, I'm, no, I'm just being real. Like, men, men with cats are like. They're, they're terrifying. No, yeah, this yeah, yeah. I and, and, and they're I, damaged. I'm yeah, they're speaking, very damaged people. Yeah, I'm speaking from actual experience. Like yeah, yeah. I have learned that uh, it's a red flag when a man has a female pet, but yeah. specifically a cat. Yeah, yeah. Because that they are kind of like their girlfriends. I don't know if your cat is. Uh, I'm guessing your cat's a. A woman, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maxine, a woman. shout out to Maxine. Follow her on Instagram. She's a dog. Maxine. Love my life. Maxine's yeah. an Instacat? Uh, yeah, yes. she's a cat. Give her yeah. a follow. I sing about her in my uh-huh. work. Talk about her a lot. Yeah, uh, there's some <laughs> guys who have female pets. Yeah. yeah. I have never been able to get close to them. And it yeah. was because the female pet was always standing in the way. Oh, yeah, right, right. No, it's female. I got my cat after I broke up with my girlfriend. And it, I and and I mean I don't I don't say it's because of that, but people joke and say that it is. But totally. like, but it's a uh no I like I still need that I still need that energy. The, yeah, the, female, the- feminine energy I guess <laughs> in my house. Uh-huh. Like but I um 
yeah, I guess I'm not equipped to handle. Like, I am equipped, but you know, like probably not equipped to handle real people. <laughs> yeah. How long were you with your girlfriend? Uh, my uh, your ex girlfriend. My ex girlfriend. I was with uh, her for like two and a half years, but mm-hmm. this was like it was. It, it ended like in uh, like two like a year ago, like two years, like a year and a half ago. But okay. she was just like the most significant relationship, so that's why I, I like use her for a lot of you know jokes yeah she's a good well of material <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. so do you think that she was was she um yeah. a like emotional dumping ground for you in a way uh not not really the, the weird thing about me is that like the, so the weird thing about me is that like i joke around a lot of it but i'm actually weirdly kind of stable right as far yeah. as like or at least i could talk about it you yeah know? yeah a lot of times yeah, you meet i have friends and people who are like they can't really they can't really um, express themselves express it and understand it and like and be aware of it mm-hmm. you know have a level of awareness and i have because i have i think i'll actually me being black has helped me a lot because like being a black person like if you're not ready to like to understand what the world is and how it how it affects you and like mm-hmm. how things are coming at you in a way is hard to survive. I'm so sure. like I've been able to use that for my for my a lot of the holes that I have in myself. You yeah. know. So like I uh so I I'm able to intellectualize and understand. So like when I have when I have uh, relationships with people, I tell them sure. just like this is like things, but for some reason they want they want to come in them more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they keep trying to come yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. They want they want to fix me. There's a lot. Like of I'm want being self aware. Yeah. Well, that's why I have a lot of like the my people that people that the women that like me are teachers, mm-hmm. social workers, yeah, therapists, like anyone that deals with like. Taking care of uh, a sad man, the, sad, yeah, yeah, because they woman. see you as a puzzle, yes, yeah. they do. And the more they get deeper, the more they want to, like, you know, yeah, they want to, like, <laughs> figure it out and, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, your your podcast is called Cry Baby, Cry Baby yeah. and you have black men, yeah. black male comedians right. on, and you talk about the last time they cried, right. if they cry, yeah. It did you notice? that in yourself that you had not cried very often right, or yes. like did you how did you sense that pattern well yes that is a yeah so me it's a couple of things i noticed that like first of all it's not talked a lot about like there's not a lot of like no not at all you never see a black person cry until it's literally the break like you seen r kelly when he was crying yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh boy like that's the thing is like <laughs> People, 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 like, the thing is that we hold it in for so long yeah. that when yeah. it comes out, it's, a it's like, whoa. It's a tornado of emotion. Well, it's like, whoa. So that was, that was, when you saw Kelly crying, that was like 20, 25, 30 years. Yeah. Of well, like, yeah. of it being held in. And then you see it when you break down. You see Michael Jordan crying. Like, when you see, like, like you see it. And so my, I feel like the goal of the show is to, like, let's let's get these little cries out. Yeah, man. You know, let's talk about, let's try to it's get like it out. It's like jerking off for your emotions. Yeah, You're going to exactly. blow your fucking load, Absolutely. dude. You got to blow the load. Yeah. Blow the load. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I've noticed, like, I from my experience with, yeah. like, interviewing black comics or yeah. just or talking to bl- black men in yeah. general it's like it seems like it's linked to and get correct me yeah. if i'm wrong um it's linked to like being weak is crying is being right. weak yeah, yeah and and like also somewhat homophobic it seems to be part of yeah, it yeah and so That's- it's it's like don't do that because then you expose yourself you're in a world where you're being come at by all these different things mm-hmm. and 
and you are being oppressed from like multiple all angles and yeah. like and so it's like protect yourself in a shell don't right. appear weak because it's safer is that what it is kind well of the it is uh everything I've, I've learned that everything that is developed that and we actually rarely just talk about this it's like anything that is developed there is no there's a reason you yeah. know what i'm saying it's yeah. like it's a it's a survival Reaction, mechanism yeah yeah you know like if you go in jail Right, and you're like, you know, and you're like crying. People just like, this is someone who is weak. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And like, uh, I think, yes, we are. We were at a time where, you know, in the past, where it was, if you showed emotion, and and honestly, I I've seen reactions from women too. Like, I feel like, and you guys can let me know if you feel this yeah. way. Like when you see a dude cry, do you freak out? You, and you could be like, you know, a little bit in your heart, you're like. This dude's not gonna protect me. <laughs> you know, like, oh, a little I bit, see. A little bit in your heart, you do like if I whenever because I know so many times I've been with girls mm-hmm. and they like they want me to cry, mm-hmm. right? And I'm be like, why do you want me to cry so much, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like I feel like there's a mixture of like if you I feel like if I cry, then they'll look at me as weak, right? And then, but then if I don't cry, they say, oh, you're not, you, you, you always anything. harbor your emotions. Like, and I have a feeling like they kind of don't want you to cry. It's, yeah, um, I used to feel it more. Yeah, yeah. I, I, over the years, I've like sort of understood, like me and Emily were talking about this. Women are socialized to have emotional intelligence because traditionally we're raising children. Right, right, right. So right. like we, whether it's a choice or we're naturally more, adept to it who knows um but i think it's socially acceptable for us to be emotional um it's socially acceptable as for, for us to like explore our sexuality we have a lot more freedom in certain areas yeah um just because of society gives us a free pass is it because everyone's like two chicks that's hot sure yeah but like yeah well that's part of it but too. like i'll take it mm-hmm. um but 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 have you seen your man cry? I have, and so when when I was younger and more, uh, like women are like this and men yeah, are like yeah, that. Yeah. Like when I was more kind of stuck in that idea, when I saw a man cry, I would be like, "You're weak," yeah, or like you're out of control. And it's not because it, it, I'm like a hypocrite. It's just I. You didn't see it. Mm-hmm. So when you saw it, it was so unusual. It's jarring. Yeah, you're yeah, like. Yeah, because I'm trying to think now. I don't know. I don't know if I've seen a man cry in my adult life. Oh, I have. Like, I think I. <laughs> I mean, I make them cry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because of That's you. So yeah. funny. I, I, I've never I, seen a man cry in my adult life. It's yeah. funny. I like that. I mean, I think uh, I think when my grandfather died, I might have seen my dad shed a tear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. not even as right. big of a right. reaction you know as you know, I would have had. You know what it is like? <clears throat> Men crying is like is the same thing as seeing a woman take a shit. You know how like I've yes. never seen a woman take a shit, and, and we, it's like and it's like a thing because where like, we don't want you to see it, right? It's like literally three year relationship and never seen yeah. evidence of shit coming out your asshole, and it's like and the thing is the same weirdly kind of societal um, oppression on both of us. Yeah. It's like. You're not women. You're not allowed to be like just like be yourself and like kind of like just be a little bit like like exist. Yeah, yeah, exist to be like 
Just you're you're, you're still human. animals. You can't yeah, be a yeah, human. Yeah, you can't be a human. Yeah, dudes have more freedom on the other side. They can be gross. Right, we can and be it's gross. cute and it's funny right. and they can fart can be, really loud and yeah. we laugh at it. But, yeah, right. But then we don't feel like we can do the same thing. Right. It's not me. I've recently broken the seal <laughs> on <laughs> farting in front of my boyfriend. But. Well, yeah, it's, it's funny because both those things are biological release valves. Exactly. They're the most the most the most human things yeah. are the things that we oppress the most. Yeah. Sex, like. Yeah, crying, emotions, shitting. all of it. Yeah, you can't eat no more. Like it's like they coming, they come for the most like human thing about yeah. you, and you're like, damn, bro. Like I wish they would come for stuff that's like really like just like like easy shit. Yeah, yeah. Easy. like okay, you no more. You can no longer wear like bell bottoms or like you can no longer be fucked. <laughs> Yeah, the, but hey, if you can pull off bell bottoms, <laughs> do it. I yeah, I also think um I think a lot of emotional stuff like especially since I've started podcasting, I'm pretty open about my life. Right. But maybe like 10 years ago, I really had like a lot more like we keep things private yeah. and privacy is important cuz it is protecting you. Um and I I to a degree, I mean my life is not private at all now. Um but I to a degree I feel like um there are some things that I keep private on other people's behalfs because yeah. it's it's not it's their choice what they want to share with me and it's my choice to protect you know not everyone's a, an entertainer right but I also feel like privacy is just a a low key way of being like don't say what is happening that's fucked up yeah right like we right. keep it all hidden right we're a unit like. You know that that's how like abusive shit starts to happen because right, it's like exactly. protect everything, be private. It's not people's business, right? And I think like there are certain people who are better to talk to about these things, but I I think like the idea of just shoving it down, it's it's gonna come out in some right, way or right. another. You know, right? It's like it's like when we say that like the arcade thing is like when it comes out, yeah, when it comes out so much, yeah, and it's like it's better to at least talk about it a little bit i think sure. i think the the thing that no one talks about is is um whenever people having a conversation you think that's unsaid is the most truthful thing yeah of course or usually the most truthful everyone's thing. always dancing around yeah, it. Everyone, yeah but then like when i when i when i found like relationships that i've had that are most successful right are the ones that like i'm so brutally honest yeah where it's like about everything like mm-hmm. why you're with them to the point where it's like it's almost like the thing that like like I would like I, the only time thing I I could imagine me getting married is like when, if I had someone who literally told me that like I'm with you because of X X, X and it's like I'm talking mm-hmm. to the point where yeah and that's the only way. Does that make you feel like safe? <laughs> like you know because you're talking about abandonment yeah, earlier. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's at the core of most people's right. um, problems, which because it, it's so common. Yeah. Like we come out as like a little baby, and our parent we need our parents and parents are not they're human beings they're yeah. not they're not no one's a perfect parent so we're gonna feel let down or abandoned in some way right and i think we spend our lives kind of like working around that feeling right. so if if someone tells you the truth about everything you're like i know everything that is and why. i know what to expect and you're not gonna trick me right i'm not gonna feel one way and then you're gonna rip it out from right. underneath me uh-huh. i don't i think we don't want to feel stupid right and we don't want to feel 
like blindsided. Yeah, right. you don't want to feel uh, like you've invested so much of yourself and then you get rejected. Yeah. I think it's a combo platter of yeah. rejection. And- yeah. Right. It's just like when we be like, just the facts, ma'am. You know, yeah. like, I just want the facts. Andrea. Emily. Happy holidays. Thank you. This holiday season, uh, you should give yourself the gift of an Audible membership. I would love that. Right? Because, listen, nobody's going to get it for you because I hate to break it to you. Nobody in your life knows you can read. (laughs) But... The beauty of Audible is you don't have to read. You can listen to audiobooks. Listening is the new reading, people. It truly, truly is because we all have a commute. Yes. We all don't know what the fuck to do during our commute. Mm-hmm. We, you know, go on uh, our music listening app and we stream the same music over and over again because we don't remember that we have to download it. So you end up listening to the same shit over and over and going insane slowly yeah. on a train every morning eight to nine get a gift of a book get smarter get smarter i i honestly uh love audiobooks and i think that there's a very specific type of book that is great to listen to rather than to read and that is the self-help book oh yeah i think having somebody in your ear telling you what you need to do how to get your shit done how to get your life together andrea fucking figure it out i think there's just you can't put a price on it yeah i love it so much there's a really good self-help book that i saw on audible that's our sponsor today called unfuck yourself which i am gonna get for these holidays it's uh, that's an amazing title yeah there's one that i listened to actually um called you are a badass oh i like it's it sounds like probably a similar uh type of book it's basically it's like it's it's uh it's it's all about instilling confidence and having somebody in your ear telling you exactly how to do that and exactly how to achieve your goals. Um, much better than reading. Can't beat it. Yeah. Um, right now, for a limited time, you can get three months of Audible for just six ninety five a month. That's more than half off the regular price. That's such a good deal. Such a great deal. They have truly an unbelievable selection of audiobooks, including bestsellers, motivation, mysteries, thrillers, memoirs, and more. It's got everything on there and you can get one audiobook and then two also audible originals absolutely free so not per only, month yeah per month so there's not only like all of the great books that you love on there but there's also original stuff that's only available there so you should absolutely go check it out it's also a great gift for the people in your life it's great for the holiday season if you're traveling a lot like this is such a good deal and you definitely want to take advantage of it while it's available during this time Right now, for a limited time, you can get three months of Audible for just six ninety five a month. That's more than half off the regular price. Choose one audiobook and two Audible originals absolutely free. Visit audible.com slash HMCH for Hot Mess Comedy Hour or text HMCH to 500-500. Again, audible.com slash HMCH or text HMCH to 500-500. Have you guys seen, um, I'm actually rethinking, have you guys seen uh, Marriage Story yet? Yes, no, I, I did. Yeah, I so good, right? Yeah, I saw it in theaters. Did you see it. it with your boyfriend? I did. Wow, that is not a movie to see with your no, boyfriend. No, and I told him before, <laughs> he's the one who wanted to see it. 
And I told him before, I was like, if you end up breaking up with me over this movie, like if this movie's super sad yeah. and you see how like you could be totally in love and then end up like getting divorced and yeah. hating each other yeah. and that makes you think twice, yeah, yeah. don't come running to me right. and tell me that it was my idea because it was not. Right. But yeah, it was very... <clears throat> The whole movie, they're trying to be as civil as possible yeah. while they're getting this divorce. Mm-hmm. So it's basically, try- just to fill you in, it's like basically a love story about divorce. And oh. these two like, people that like loved each other going through divorce. Did sure. you know that's what it was about? No, I don't know okay. anything yeah. about yeah, so, this. Yeah. yeah, so they're married. They have a kid. Yeah. Uh. And they're, they're getting a divorce. And at first, they want everything to be very yeah. amicable. They don't want to use lawyers. Yeah. They want to just be nice. Yeah. yeah. And then by the end of it, this thing happens that I think really does happen with a lot of divorced couples. They get the lawyers involved and Mm -hmm. then everything kind of gets messy. messy, And then they end (laughs) up having this screaming argument over like very specific things that went wrong in their marriage, but you could tell that they weren't talking about it at all. And it just completely built up. Yeah. But but one thing I took from that and it's the thing that I've been kind of incorporating in my approach to these things. Mm -hmm. trying to deal with like just my personal traumas and like how Mm -hmm. is that like what's great about that it's not just a sad movie it's a happy movie and Mm -hmm. you realize that like sometimes when i'm to try not to avoid the pain and understand that it's part of it yes it's part of it because it's like i'm looking at this so much like okay where's like wait show me where show me show me the trick you about to pull or show me this kind of thing that you're trying to when are you, some of it you just have to like take the leap and yeah. sometimes you just have to be like okay I don't know everything I don't know where it's gonna come and I know it's probably gonna end up badly yeah <laughs> but like I'm ready for the whole journey of it you know what I mean yeah yeah you can't I think you have to throw a lot of that out the window right. you can't be at, not just in relationships like in yeah. your life I think I have a tendency of doing this where I will experiencing things yeah. as if I'm already looking at them in my rear view mirror absolutely and mm-hmm. I think that's why we're comedians and that's why we're like performers because like yeah. we see the whole story because like, yeah. as a comedian and as a, as a storyteller like you telling a full story so you know how things operate you, you, you could kind of like um, map it out you can map it yeah. out and um, and so you're already looking at this person like okay this person did this did that that, well, that that's how that's gonna happen yeah. and then you're like already in your mind you've already created what this person is gonna do they haven't even done nothing yet yeah. and I've had a lot of situations where I'm already like oh, she's like oh my god like I'm so sorry. I just met her on the first Tinder date like you're like you're gonna fucking yeah. ruin me she already cheated on yeah. you yeah she's already cheated on me with my best friend like and I already like said what positions they did and like I'm already ready to like you know and yeah it's like it's like going for and it's scary it's so scary yeah it is yeah and that can be your undoing right too. you really understand why people kill themselves right yeah. i fucking get it man you know it's like to sum up yeah. this is why people kill themselves i totally understand why people kill their, their spouses or like oh, wow yeah. people like you know well it's just a lot of it's just a lot because you're really putting your soul out there and yeah. to really put your soul out there it's a lot yeah when you really think i was like did i have i really even put my soul out there because like when people when i've seen people who really sometimes you see i see people on the train mm-hmm. or i like see like a homeless person like with the bags mm-hmm. and they see like with the coats and like with all the like you know with the homeless, little cart with, the, with yeah. the car and i was like and I, I think like that's probably someone who's putting themselves out 
I'm I mean, like, yeah, and I'm like, you know what I mean? It's like, I was like, I don't know if I'm ready to do have that level to of lose like, everything, <laughs> to lose it all. Yeah, like, are you ready to, to bet it all on black? <laughs> you know, I think a lot of those people are mentally ill. So yeah. I think if you keep that in check, <laughs> you won't get there. Right, right, um, but right. you could lose a lot of shit. For yeah, sure. you could lose, you could lose everything. And the story you see, like in the movie, you see, like, yeah, that person lost a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. There's something about mar- my parents are both of our parents are divorced. My yeah. parents got divorced when I was in my 20s and it was very tumultuous like See that I've actually thought about as that must have been such a weird. Well, I mean, I mean that how, must have been a really I was were, a baby. How old were you? Like 20. 20. So, so you yeah. two different, completely yeah. different experiences. Yeah. yeah. Mine was closer to yours. Yeah, that's yours Oh, like your parents it. are divorced too? Well, they're what I like to call a Nigerian divorce. <laughs> Still technically married. Yeah, yeah, but like they, um, they just technically married, but they just don't speak to each other. And hate yeah, each other. damn, yeah. they live apart. Yeah, live the like continents apart. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, parents hating other yeah, their other yeah, parents. Yeah, 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 yeah. What caused, um, what yeah. caused your parents' separation? Do you know? Yeah, I think it was not one thing. Uh, if I had to look at it, it's crazy because when you get when, as you get older, you really start to just see the piece. It's almost like as all getting older is. is oh yeah. Like like a it's like you're an investigative reporter and as you experience things you realize things that your parents went through you're like oh so this is what happened yeah totally. so you guys really didn't want to get married probably yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> and one person wanted kids and one person didn't uh-huh. oh i get it and you're like really like putting the puzzle together yeah and it's like okay and then you realize you're literally going through the same thing that they did yeah and like do you i'm curious to this to hear this from you guys do you think you make decisions consciously to avoid not to avoid your not making the mistakes your parents did. Um, I think I used to. Yeah. I, I, I and I to some degree I think like it, it is partially unavoidable because we really are just like a blend of these two people. Of course, we're gonna have similar tendi- tendencies to them. We are them. Right. Um, right. 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 But I think that. I used to do a lot of things in reaction to them, which I thought was rebellious, but it's actually like they're fully behind the wheel. Like I, I have, I'm estranged from my father and, um, for, I don't know, I, I guess as long as you've known me, when you met me, I was like filled with father yeah, rage. Yeah, knee deep in daddy issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just so fucking angry and, and being like, I'm not like him. I'm not going to be like him. He's hurtful. He's rageful. And then after like therapy and, and, and finally like deciding to become estranged from him, I was like, Oh, fighting against him was just like doubling down on becoming him because Mm -hmm. the more angry I was at him, the more angry I was in general. And he's an angry person. Um, and like, I think I just, like you said, I started to understand them and I have a lot of compassion for them. I think with understanding them, I am able to avoid some of the things that they do. I also have more freedom than they do. Uh-huh. Like they, our parents' generation, it did. you did have to be married kind of to be like a normal person. Especially as a woman, you also like, you always wanted to be dating or you wanted to be seen a certain way. I mean, not every woman, but there was like a lot more confines that they had to fit into. And I don't have those in my life, which I'm very lucky for. So I think that like, 
I'm like the newest software update of them oh, in a I sense. A good way to say, you yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like I, I iPhone I think, 10X. Exactly. Like I've worked <laughs> Two out cameras. some of the viruses. <laughs> some of that shit's like mad hardwired. Like, right, right. There's re- some, yeah, there's some of it I'm learning too that I just you're not gonna be able to get rid of. No. And it's like you just it's kinda like being an alcoholic. Or like it's like sure. you're just gonna be part of who you are. It, it it's is like who you, you just are. kinda have to manage each day. Yeah. Like yeah, and yeah. recognize certain patterns. Right, yeah. Right. Whatever. I think I escaped a lot of that. BS because I think my parents didn't put pressure on me uh-huh. to do things the way they did because they knew that they fucked up <laughs> yeah, in a lot of ways. Your parents know they fucked up so they, hard. They like admitted it. Yeah, they, yeah. they were just honestly, they were just a couple of kids who wanted to have kids. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's who they still are. Yeah. And God bless them. Yeah. But that wasn't. Yeah, your dad's like this record producer. God bless them. Yeah. Because yeah. you're here. Thank yeah, God. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not like. I don't. I think it was always like do as I say, not as I do. Type yeah. Of thing. My dad, especially. I don't think he's ever going to get married again. I think he was very turned off from the whole idea. So we were all all of the kids. Where like even from a very young age, I was like, I don't want to get married because I don't want to get divorced. Like yeah, yeah. that was just the worst <laughs> possible yeah, outcome because it was me. a shit storm. Yeah. Yes, because yeah. it was a shit storm. Yeah, right. I, I. What about you? What do you think? Me, I think yes, I am. I, I, very similar to you mm-hmm. that I tried to make every decision about not trying to be like my dad. Yeah, and then realized that like that was in a sense how. Um, I'm getting, I could get closer to my dad. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, and I mean, my dad was like, he's like a genius. Like, he's very smart. He's like a genetic scientist. Mm. Like, he helps. Yeah, yeah he started. It's so his own. annoying when they're smart. They're and smart. And, and I think yeah. I've got, I'm not that I'm a genius, obviously, but like, I think I've gotten my intellectual, like, sure. he's very, like, I've, I've gotten my intellectual makeup from him. So yeah. I know that my mind is probably close to his, you know, mm-hmm. as far as like how we see the world. Sure. And um, he uh, he didn't get married. He didn't get he didn't have us till he was thirty seven. Wow! Right? Yeah. So it's like me, like I'm thinking, like okay, I'm not thirty seven, like yet, you know. But I'm probably going through some of the same things he's going through, like yeah. trying to fight it off. And then, but then I then I realized that, like, okay, why am I thinking about why am I thinking about it so much? Like, why am I yeah. allowing it to control? He's like occupying, yeah. occupying your mind. Yeah. It's like he has a seat it's in there. It's kind of like Trump. You know, like Trump yes. is like, if you, you hate Trump, but if you talk about him so much, You're obsessed. then in a way you could become, you're, you're, you become a speaker box from him, for yeah. him, you know? Like how like you know SNL like they talked about him so much that sure. that was that was his he, you're his like a marketing con- platform right because yeah. you talked about him so much you're a conduit for right. them you exist for exactly to be an extension of them so I so the I, I I realized that the best thing is to just really double down on figuring out who I am like what are things that I like what yeah. makes me happy and then like dealing with the things that happen as they come sure. I yeah. think it's also really nice to acknowledge that things were bad. It doesn't right. mean like it kind of goes along with the whole with crying and all yeah. that stuff is that like whether or not you acknowledge it yeah. d- doesn't make a difference that it happened. You know what I mean? Yeah, And also yeah. you acknowledging that things were not perfect is not you saying that it was the worst or, or being ungrateful. Like mm-hmm. I think the parenting style also of the generation above us is 
their 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 parents were like hardened war veterans and right. shit. They went through real real shit. Real <laughs> real shit. Yeah, like yeah, my yeah. dad's dad was a fucking maniac, and so like I kind of. I put myself in his shoes. My my dad was also like sick his whole life. Yeah. He he had heart problems and stuff and he was and he had this very oppressive father. Um and so I kind of put myself in his shoes and I'm like, "Oh, all you wanted to do was like be a man and be enough for this like big scary man." So the fact that you turned out the way that you did makes complete fucking sense whether or not I want to participate in that and how much of like you I want to expose myself to. That's my choice, but I mostly just feel like sad for him now. Mm. And that sounds like condescending. It's not. It's just like, shit, that's a lot of, that's a lot for one person to take on. When's the last time you've seen him? Ooh, I haven't seen him in, oh my God. I I think it's probably been like four years. Mm-hmm. The last time I saw him. Didn't, you, didn't he come to the city and take you and Dustin out to dinner? Was that the yes, last time? Yes, that was the last time I saw him. Dustin's your brother? Dustin's my boyfriend. Oh, okay. Um, and um, so we Not went, your brother. No, <laughs> no. That would be illegal, Yes, right? just on the record, not her brother. <laughs> no, I'm not a brother fucker. My brother, the brother's name is Derek, though, so it's a close name. Um, and they're similar guys. They're both like quiet nerds. But um, he just... Um, I think about this visit a lot so i feel guilty about not talking about my dad he doesn't come up in my mind as much as he used to but if he emails me or he wants to see me um and i have to like reject that i feel really guilty because i'm like oh what you can't see your fucking dad like he didn't abuse you physically emotionally definitely a lot but there's this there's always going to be this like a little bit of guilt about and i think that's natural um but i do like to think about this last visit because He's a narcissist, and um, we went to this like hotel on I think Lake Tahoe, one of the fancy lakes. And um, I got I hurt my I sprained my back, and I and I didn't know that I'd sprained my back at the time, so I was like really fucked up, and I was sick. And he just doesn't like acknowledge me really, or or like care about what I have to say. It's like he's there, yeah, but he's not there. Yeah, right, right. He's on his emails. He's not listening. Whatever. That's just how he is. Um, but like I sprained my back and then, then I, I tried to stand up and I fell on the floor because I like I just couldn't walk. So I was lying on the floor and I was freaking out because I'm like, I can't walk. I feel like something's really, really wrong. And he was just standing above me looking very cold and unemotional. And he goes, I don't know what you want me to do about it. And then he just like sat down and started doing something. Whoa. So I'm laying on the floor and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. And I remember like, Pulling, I was like pulling myself, kind of like it was like, like a horror. clawing your way yeah. to the bed. I I was clawing my way to the bathroom, and because uh, I was like I'm in pain, I don't know what to do. That's the thing, narcissists like hate pain. They view it as weakness. They hate themselves. Like it's this whole fucking thing. Um, and so I eventually like got into a bath and was slowly like able to stand again. And then we had to leave, and I felt so guilty for like being hurt or whatever so I'm carrying my stuff and then we get into the car and uh, I drop my phone because I'm like trying to hold things and I can't hold things and he just started fucking screaming at me like you're so stupid for dropping your phone you have to take care of yourself he was yelling he was screaming to the point that I just 
like started crying and I couldn't stop crying and we were just driving back to the airport and I was crying and he was sitting there in silence and it was like so savage yo but like relationships with parents is like it's like it's one of those things where it's so hard because it's the end of the line yeah it's like there's nowhere else like there's nowhere else to go what am I gonna do so, with this yeah so is that that's why it was whenever I have interactions with like or with my when like my brother sister mm-hmm. they're like or end up being like super like uncomfortable yeah uh, it's hard because it's like these are the people that these are your there's nowhere people. else you're gonna run it's yeah. like this is it you know and especially with the father because it's almost like he invented you yeah right totally so he always he like they're always gonna have that there's no way they cannot look about it like there's no way for them to get around the fact no. that they invented you yeah i know <laughs> so, so even no matter how smart you get like no matter how like Big you get, like, they're still going to be... They make you feel small. Yeah, they make you feel small. Because they're, like, your original fucking person. Yeah, yeah. But I just... I like to think about that. And also, he met my boyfriend. He was incredibly rude to my boyfriend. Uh He didn't give a shit. He was so... It was kind of awesome because he's very charismatic a lot of the time. Uh But it was, like... It was so great to have someone see him be really fucked up. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, oh, my God, someone's seeing it. Like, yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because that would have been frustrating if he was like, "Your dad's great." Yeah, yeah. Oh, that would have been hard for you. Yeah, I mean, not a lot. <laughs> not a lot of people like him uh, now. He's he's pretty angry now. But like, Who, your dad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't have a lot of people in his Where's life. Where does he live? Uh, he lives in uh, Palm Springs, um, but he also lives in Vancouver. He kind of like goes between uh-huh. the two. Palm Springs is California, right? Yeah, like, yeah. By LA. Yeah, it's like it's like a retirement kind okay, of thing. Right, right, he's right. he's older, um, but like. I don't know. I I like to that incident is so obviously like bad that I, it's nice for me to like I try to look back on that when I feel guilty I go like okay think about that time when you were laying on the floor and he was staring at you and being like I don't know what you want me to do like I in my head I'm kind of like I try to pretend he's a different person or mm-hmm. I want him to be softer or kinder yeah. and then I have to remember that scenario so that I can feel confident in my decision to not have a relationship with him. Right. But it still wavers. Like right, I still, right. I'm not ice cold. He's my father, but I don't know. I just don't, I'm, I'm out of fucks. Yeah. yeah to be yeah, honest. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, full circle. Yeah. Um, speaking of being out of fucks, we're out of time. Damn. But, this has been such a lovely conversation. Absolutely. Yeah, Where can people find you, follow you, consume you? Yeah. Absolutely. You can find me on Instagram at Mr. M R dot D E K U N L E, which is my name, Dekunle. Um, I just put out a album, Mother. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It's like, uh, I don't know, I call it a comedy album, but it's cool. not like, you're not going to laugh. Good. <laughs> That's what I look for. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like humor where you kind of smile. Cool, I and, love that. And uh, we, uh, we uh, put out a, we put in our videos for every song. We had like a video, like No Avocados in the Ghetto that was very successful. And it was... Uh, no it, Avocados in the Ghetto? Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Dekule is so like artsy. I remember, I think we all met probably at uh, Pete's Candy oh, Store. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, you look, know, I met you, I met you in a, in a very dark time in your life. I don't know really? if you remember this. In my life? Yeah, I think, I, didn't, didn't we talk about when you went, uh, you, you had left the job and you were starting to take unemployment? Do you yes. remember that? Yeah, that conversation, and you were like, yeah. you, and you were like, I don't know what's gonna happen. 
you're like I don't want I don't want to I don't want to fall into misery that you got you guys must have had a lot of good episodes during oh that period God. yeah that, that was legit one of the darkest times for me I call it the butter sandwich era yeah, yeah, yeah. because I couldn't afford food and I was eating butter sandwiches on the train yeah. Yeah. which is like I had never experienced that level of poverty let in me tell my you guys yo, that's why New York New York is a, a grind when you have white women eating butter sandwiches <laughs> I know on it's white bread real. it is real on white bread baby yeah um, but but yeah actually so, a funny a funny thing like that that was kind of or is yeah. an alternative mic like that's mostly a yeah, music yeah, right. mic and there are some comedians but like very it's a very like special group of people that go there right. and whenever I'm at like one of those alternative rooms that people don't go to very often they always ask me if I know you really yes there's this one there's this one in Park Slope at like this little um cafe I know this one with like an open floor yeah, plan yeah. with I couches oh yeah yeah, with yeah. The, it's like yeah I know what you're talking about yeah. yeah and I went to it and, and the guy who runs it was like hey do you know do you know Takunle yes <laughs> Takunle's like this character that kind of like it what, is I, am, I am realizing I am like kind of a character now yeah you know, like no people will come up to me and I don't and I don't know them mm-hmm. and then I'll be like I think because of my hair and because sure. I'm tall yeah you sat. You have cool style. So it's style. like whenever, yeah, whenever, out. right. So whenever I meet, whenever someone sees me, they like, they're like, they're like, hey, Dukunle, and then I'll be like, hold up, I don't even know. Yeah. But I think I go to a bunch of like weird, like, yeah, you yeah. go to weird rooms, and I, I appreciate that about yeah, you yeah, because yeah. I love rooms like that because you can be weird, yeah, and right, you can right, be right. different. Right. Well, yeah, you're I. I also like the the music, the content, and all the stuff that you've yeah. been putting out. It's always like beautiful and really well curated. Yeah, it's it's like thank you so much. Yeah, no, I yeah. I've, I'm always like, what's fucking Takunle up to? And it's yeah. always like a, a we always like pass each other like ships in the night. Right, right, right. Uh, I remember one time I saw you in this basement. Do you remember I saw you in the basement? You probably don't remember. I'm in a lot of basements because you used to always. I don't know if you do. You always wear those long coats. The oh furry yeah, coats. that's right. I still and do I, that. And I, and I remember I saw you randomly in a basement. This is when I actually was like. I might as well when I started dating my girl and it was like it, remember they had like a little band on the side yeah yeah okay. I think I it might have been this. Tar Heel show yeah, or something like yeah, that yes yeah 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 yeah, yeah 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 and I remember seeing you yeah and then, and that was like one moment and I didn't see you like in the year and yeah. then another year and I saw your piece in another year I know now we're here yeah we're here I you know this is happens. great I like how you guys are able to just let people you know I Run felt, their mouth. I felt like I felt like it was very therapeutic. Good. Oh, good. I'm yeah. so happy because I'm inside of you guys are therapists. Essentially, you guys are un- unqualified and un. Um, <laughs> totally unqualified. <laughs> no, absolutely no education. <laughs> no qualifications. Yeah. But we pretend like we you guys know are like things. back alley. <laughs> <laughs> back, we're gonna make her back alley butt shots, you know, like. The, but that's kind of like how I like my therapy. I want, I want my medicine back alley. Sure. Like someone gives me like a joint, like and like this would call. Yeah, well, that's why you fuck your therapist. Right. Like, that, that's yeah. exactly why I fuck um, my therapist. That's a good way to end. That's why I fuck my therapist. Don't put that. Don't make this a title. I won't isolate uh, that clip. I want to. Takunle <laughs> also has a podcast of his own, which we mentioned, which is Cry Baby. So check that out. Yeah, check it out. It's fabulous. And, very very cool and if you want more hot mess you can follow us at hot mess comedy hour on instagram or hot mess podcast on twitter and in the month of december we are giving you a fucking deal on patreon yes and after the holidays are over 
It's done. You're fucking done. You, you don't know the next time we're going to offer one of these deals. So take advantage of it now. If you join Patreon in the month of December at either the $5 or the $10 level, Whoop. you will have access to both of our December bonus shows. That's Go Fuck Yourself and Season of the Bitch, which are both uh, riveting shows, Fabulous. to be honest. It's such premium content. Like, I can't believe that it's you have to pay for it. I mean, so yeah, I can't believe you have to pay for shit. it. Goddamn shit. Can I say... Uh, we talked shit about someone on the last show and a guest slid into my DMs and was like, I am so glad you talked shit about that bitch. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. That's the full experience. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You hear the main show and then you hear the real shit. You hear the real shit and you get you get to know us a little bit better. Like I, I one thing that has resulted from the Patreon is I feel closer to the listeners oh my in God, a way yeah. that I didn't expect to. And we also have a private Facebook group that you'll get access to and we talk shit in there we live stream it's uh, mad fun everyone's so nice so in there. so incredibly fun you also get uh, our 200 episode back catalog which is nothing to sneeze at so at oh and i'm sorry i forgot the most uh, important part you will get access to our get ready with us crossfaded style vlog Fuck yeah that we've already filmed we just need to edit it um, aka have Dustin edit it and <laughs> upload it and then it will also be available through the holidays um, we'll discuss it but we'll make it available for a solid month fuck yeah love it it's, it's a, a comedy, comedy podcast, podcast.